Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom afternoon, people of God. Shalom afternoon, church. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory to Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Wow. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Oh, I've missed all of you. I know even this one. Even Satan cry missed me small. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I've missed all of you. I've missed all of you. I've missed all of you. Wow. I thank God for your lives. I want to give God praise for bringing me back home safely, even to meet all of you in good health and in good shape according to the will of God. Hallelujah. Wow. God bless you all and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Glory to Jesus. By the special grace of God, hands of invitation came um, from different places that by God's grace will go and be a blessing to the church of God in different countries. And by the special grace of God, the Lord has fulfilled His will and many destinies have been turned around. To the glory of God. Hallelujah. How God used the prophetic to win the hearts of the Arabs is even a glorious experience. And we give God praise even for his workings. Hallelujah. I wish I could get some beautiful videos for you all to see what the Lord did. But due to the arrangements, we couldn't take videos. But we would have to contact the pastors in various churches to you know, get the, some of the videos they took for, for you all. So please um, calm down. Once I get the videos and some of the audios, I will post them on the WhatsApp platforms so that we all can also experience what God did for our dear brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And if I had not, you know, run away from the place and come home, yeah, they didn't want me to come back. In fact, the night that we were supposed to take off, there were many people who were at the hotel reception trying to talk to me but my flight time was almost up so I had to leave all of them behind and, and go. And there were many people who wanted to see me but time did not permit them. 
I'm saying all these things to let you know that God was doing amazing things over there. And they needed me for the whole month. And I told them that, no, I need to have, I have a family. <laughs> I have a family out there who are also waiting to hear the word of God. You can't, you can't lock me up for, for that period of time. So I had to be with them for just a week and um, come and be with my family here also so that when God permits another moment, I will go and also be a blessing to, to them. And we give God praise for what he did in Kenya and what he also did even in the United Arab Emirates for his glory. Hallelujah. And we are believing God that the good work that he has started, he will surely bring it to a perfect to his own glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. I know many of you have wonderful testimonies that you would love to share with us. Um, I'm going to open the, the phone lines so that if you have any testimony, you can call in and share what the Lord has done for you. Hallelujah. And we give God all the praise and all the glory, even for his mighty works in our midst. Hallelujah. Somebody said, Senior Kiki also took care of us. Oh, <laughs> you did a wonderful job. <laughs> God bless you. Papa, God bless you. God bless you all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. How many of us remember um, during the crossover prayers, I made, there was a prophetic word that was given to one lady, where by the special grace of God, the Lord took me to um, the U.S. Embassy, and the Lord showed me The Lord showed me a lot of things, and I know most of us were here. And, um, the Lord directed us on what to do. By the special grace of God, she went to the embassy. In fact, the, the Lord even brought the date, everything, and she confirmed. She went to the embassy, and by the special grace of God, she received a visa. Hallelujah. This is to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Now, one thing I want you all to understand about some of these things, you see, when we're talking about um, the season of testimonies, I made you understand the real meaning of what a testimony is. Are you getting it? I told you when we say a testimony, I explain what a testimony actually is. 
And I told you that there are many dimensions or levels of testimonies. That is why mostly I say that men of some men of God who say that traveling abroad is not a testimony. There are some people who say that. And from their own perspective, it is right. But the reason why we call some of these things testimonies is because some of these things are linked to the destinies of people. Are you getting it? There are certain people listening to me right now. God has planned your destiny in a way that the years you are supposed to spend in your motherland has been calculated by God. And the years you are supposed to spend in another man's land to fulfill destiny has also been calculated. Now, we all know that this guy, the devil, is after the original destiny that God has prepared for us. Because he knows that once we fulfill destiny, God will be glorified. And that glory that will be given to God through us is what he wanted. So when he knows that he stops, when he stops your destiny, there is no way God can be glorified in your life. And when this thing happens, that is when he has destroyed something precious that God prepared to do. So if God has assigned your destiny to be made manifest in the area of traveling, this guy, the devil, will fight your traveling doors. So when we pray and certain traveling doors open, to us, it is a great testimony. Because to us, the door has opened for us to fulfill destiny. Are you listening to me? Now, that is the reason why I told you the very meaning of what testimony is. So that you will not say, it is only when a man of God evangelizes to people for them to receive Jesus. We don't classify that only as a testimony. It's a great miracle. The Bible even said it. That there is no miracle that is greater than when a sinner receives the Lord Jesus. That means there are other miracles. But when we begin to quantify them, the magnitude of a, a sinner believing in the Lord Jesus is higher than somebody receiving miracle money. But that does not mean that miracle money is also not a miracle. It is. Are you getting it? If we don't balance this whole thing, we will try to make it look like certain things are not really important, but others are. We need to bring balance in this whole thing. That is why when I started with the season of testimonies, I explained to you that it is good to work in the giftings. But then, in the very sight of God, every testimony has a magnitude. Every testimony has a rank in the sight of God. When somebody raises the dead, it's a great miracle. It is a testimony. The reason why it is a testimony is because it speaks of the goodness of the Lord. Are you getting it? It will speak of God's goodness and it will bring glory to God. Anything that brings glory to God is a testimony. So John said that which we have seen with our eyes, that which we have heard with our ears, and that which our hands have handled, they are the things we testify unto you. Testimonies are legal grounds. They are legal foundations 
there are legal ways to prove that something is behind what we see. Are you getting my point? So if you say that God is good, there must be something you hold in your hands that will prove the goodness of God. Now sometimes, by your spiritual maturity, miracle money will not touch you that much. Because you are matured already. But for somebody's spiritual maturity, miracle money is what will release the faith of the person to even believe God for higher things. That is the reason why you cannot tell God that traveling to UK is not a testimony so God shouldn't open that door for people. No, you can't say that to God. God keeps opening these doors for people. Now, because of your level of spiritual maturity, it might not really be a very big testimony to you, but to somebody it is. That is why I gave this example that some of us in our families, doing the work of God is an abomination. Because there is a curse already in the family that nobody becomes a man of God. So if you think, now you see, these curses were there before I was born. Now, God had a plan for my destiny to become his prophet. He knew that that thing is in the family, but he brought me into that same family. So does it mean that God wants my destiny to be destroyed by that case? No. God bringing me into the family, he knows. He has set a way out of that evil plot of the enemy. And my focus and alignment to that plan of God is what will bring me out of that curse that has been in the family for too long. So many people came into my family, they had the destiny to become great men of God, but they could not align with the will of God. So the curse that was in the family captured them and dealt with the assignment and they could not become what God called them to become. But I decided to align myself to the will of God. And the beautiful part of it is that I was not forcing this thing alone because my own biological mother also understood that curse in the family and she knew what God had planned for me. So even before she conceived me, she began to pray that when a male child comes into this family through her womb, may God use that male child for his glory. And because of that male child, if the enemy will release that curse to fight against that male child, then it should be destroyed. She fasted, prayed. So you see, when I came, aligning to the will of God became a bit easy because there was an intercessor that was already praying. Are you listening to me? So to my understanding and to my knowledge, based on what I've seen and I've heard, concerning things in my family, me being a prophet by the special grace of God is a big testimony. To you, it might not be. I don't know if I'm getting my point. That is the reason why there are some people who will just get up and go and marry. Some people can just sit down. About 50 men will line up and propose to them, but they will just choose that. I'm not ready. And anytime they make up their mind that they are ready, somebody will come back 
they are they have entered into marriage but when you come to some people it is not like that are you, are you getting it in the lives of some people sometimes for six months not even one guy has come to the person to say ah you look good six months and we know this is not a normal thing so you see if by the special grace of god this kind of person finds herself in her matrimonial home and you want to tell the person this is not a testimony what are you talking about Are you listening to me? Do you know the number of people the devil has locked their wombs? And when by the special grace of God through prayers, God unlocks the wombs of these people for them to conceive and give birth according to God's plan. You think these people should keep their mouth shut and not glorify God for what he has done for them? This is why I always have problems with some of the evangelists. Making it look like what we are doing, praying for people to conceive, praying for prophetic. You see, they make it look like, may God have mercy on all of us. Sometimes I just understand that it is because they have not come to the point of understanding the full picture of what God is trying to achieve on this earth. I'm telling you. Because you see, if you want to go into biblical and spiritual understanding of things, when we say somebody is a soul woman, if you are making the thing so technical, you will know that the one who went out to preach the gospel has done just a percentage of the work. Going out to evangelize is the beginning. Of the journey of soul winning. It is not the whole soul winning work. Never. Because there are many people. Who believed in Jesus. On the grounds of the crusade. But now. Some of them are occultic people. So what happened? Were their souls won for Christ or, or what? I don't know if I get in my point. This is what they don't understand. The work of evangelism is the beginning, is the foundation of soul winning is a process. It is not a one-time work. People of God. It is a process. Because many people have not come to understand what a soul is. They don't know what a soul is. If you understand that a soul is even the normal systematic theology that we learn they told us that the soul of a man is made up of the mind the emotions and the will that's what they say that's what they say now we all know that when a believer somebody believes in the lord jesus christ still they have some emotional issues that are not in alignment to the will of god some of them still have issues in their, are you getting my point? That they need to be trained. If all this you claim that they are part of the soul, then why should you say you have won the entire soul of the person? 
when these people still have emotional issues and they still have mental problems and they have psychological issues I want to tell you the truth of the word of God you see we are on a journey And this journey that we are on is to build us up to become more like Christ. Are you listening to me? And when you become more like Christ in your mind, then we will say Christ has won your mind. When you become like Christ in your will, such that it is only what Christ wills that your will also follow. So we need to be very careful. Are you listening to me? If you're a young man of God here, listen to me. We all need to be very careful and be balanced in, in our messages. Don't be, don't, don't go to the extremes. And in no way should you come and say that what you have said is the only right thing. Because revelation is progressive. What is right to you today, at a certain higher dimension, you will know it is just a foundational level. There is a reason why there are many things we learned when we were growing up in the primary school. We learned certain definitions. When we got to the senior high school, they told us that is not entirely right. They added some things to what we learned. Are you listening to me? That somebody will say, what is pollination? It's the transfer of pollen grains from the anther to the stigma of a flower. Now you see, it's a simple definition that they taught us way back. <laughs> now, if you write that for your inter-science teacher or your agric teacher, you will be right. But when we got to senior high school, they said it is not every anther that can transfer pollen grains. The anther must be a matured anther first. Are you getting it? And what I'm telling you, some of you might not even know. So, in during senior high school, if you write the definition of pollination and you don't attach matured to the anther, you are wrong. Meanwhile, when we were writing the thing in class 3, it was right. That should let you know that revelation is progressive. The more you grow, the more light is shed to the thing for you to know. There are certain things you need to understand that in our work with God, there are levels. There are times you make a mistake, God will say, get up. Don't worry, forget it, let's go. But there are certain moments when you hit a certain level with your relationship with God. Even your words are regulated by God. You can't just say anything. Are you listening to me? 
Now you see, at that point, God will begin to deal with you based on the level he finds you. May God have mercy and grant us grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So please, let us be balanced in what, what we say and what we preach. We are men of God, anointed of God. And there are many destinies that are being shaped by the words that come out of our mouth. And we really need to be careful with what we say and how we say them. There are many destinies that have been locked up because of what certain men of God have said to certain church members. You see? Let us understand. What, we are, what God is trying to achieve is a kingdom agenda. It is not Dundumkania International Ministry and Kingdom Hall of Jehovah's Witnesses. You see, such that certain people will think that because you are not in my church, you are lost. What do you mean? I told you my own my own accountant <clears throat> who is an SDA evangelist. Now you know what I'm talking about. He told me that those of us who are going to church on Sundays, we are lost when we die straight to hell. Hell from beneath has opened its mouth wide to receive us. Hey! So I said, also. When did you sit on the beamer seat of Christ? To give judgment according to the day that people worship. Sit in what now so that pain. Yes, 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 And that is why I always tell you all that you should be very careful, especially those of you who are called as men of God. Hmm? There are basic principles and doctrines in the body of Christ that there are no two ways about that. We all know and believe that. So when any man comes to you and says there's no, there's nothing like judgment, you should know that the person is trying to break one of the doctrines, one of the foundational doctrines of Christianity. If the person says, oh, no, no, Jesus resurrected. You have to know where the person is coming from. Because according to the word of God, we know that we got born again through the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. So if somebody says that there is no resurrection, that is why Paul said, if Jesus had died and had not resurrected, we Christians... We couldn't have said we are Christians. 
would have been the most miserable people in the whole world. Because everything that has to do with Christianity is connected to the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we also understand some of these things. People of God, we should be careful. If marriage is not a testimony to you, because it was very easy for you to marry, we thank God for your life. But to some of us, who had to break altars, huh? to some of us, who had to hide and lock ourselves up to deal with anger before that door of marriage got open. We know it is a great testimony. To some of us, whose marriages are connected to our assignments on earth, we know when we marry, we are on the way of destiny fulfillment. It is not a joke. It's a big testimony to us. To some of us, whose destinies are connected to a certain traveling door, when God opens that door of traveling unto us, even if we go to Pogo, it's a testimony. Are you listening to me? Because we know our destiny is connected to Togo. Listen to me. The problem with many believers is that we try to lift these things beyond a greater level of testimony in the sight of God. That is why before we started talking about testimonies, I told you that when you receive a car, God worked it out for you. It's a testimony. You give God the glory. You see, the problem with many people is that to them, what unbelievers do not struggle to get, when a believer gets it, the person says it's a testimony. But do you understand what is actually happening in this world at all? No, do you understand? Now, you see, when you ask some unbelievers, how did you get your car? You will be shocked what some people did to get the car they have. Some people had to sleep with their bosses to get a car. They did not come to tell you that they slept with their bosses to get a car. But a believer will struggle and receive God's grace and get a car from a genuine pocket and genuine money. And you call this not a testimony. What are you talking about? What certain people are doing to get things. We cannot do those things to get what we are looking for. So it might take quite some time for us to get what we are believing God for in the way of the Lord. And you say it is not a testimony. What are you talking about? Somebody will get up and sponsor the Asa. Somebody will get up and sponsor Date Rush with one million Ghana cities. The person will never get anything from it. But he just did it. And if somebody has sponsored the ministry with a generator, you are saying it is not a testimony. What are you talking about? 
May God grant us understanding. And I want to help all of you. Be open-minded. Are you listening to me? Be open-minded. When somebody says, oh, this is not a testimony, don't talk. Don't go and fight anything. Say, okay, that's from your perspective. Let them carry whatever they want to carry. And you too, by your understanding in the things of God, give glory to God and move on. Many people get things and they think it is their own strength and they don't give glory to God. You see? May God help us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. A time will come. They will even say that if you heal the sick, it is not a testimony. Hey. We should be careful where, where we are getting to. Even God himself, that the one who God married is giving glory to. He has not descended to tell the person, hey, hey, this is not the testimony, don't give glory to me. Wait for bigger things. Even God himself has not come down to say that. We are fighting for God. They don't understand what a testimony is. I remember the first time God Began to teach me some few things about finances. I got this understanding that hey, if we don't sit down and plan, if we don't sit down and think, if we don't sit down and receive God's grace, there are many things we will never get. I'm telling you. Because you see, there has been a declaration in the kingdom of darkness that Christians, so long as you profess Christ, money will be withdrawn from you. Listen to me carefully. There is a declaration in the kingdom of darkness. So many of you don't understand the reason why some Christians are struggling to make money. Some people thought if you travel, at least USDA, your system is working so you can get money. Go and ask some people who have traveled for years. They will tell you. Are, are you getting my point? People are doing everything they think is good. For them to do just to get whatever they are looking for still things are not working why 
There are certain hidden things our eyes have not been opened to. Some of them will say, use your brain, use your brain. God has given you a brain, use it. It's a beautiful statement. Who is not using his or her brain? Do you know, some people had the, the most awesome and smartest business ideas ever. They started those businesses. Go and ask them, how far? You go and ask them, how far? Some of these are the reasons why even Christians who are sharp in head, sometimes you look at a young man very sharp in academics, still, I know one of my T's. Oh, Jesus Christ. One of my T's. Very brilliant. In fact, he even used a key to teach me hematology. There were certain things I was not getting. He used key to teach me my goodness. That guy was so brilliant. One first class, 3.8 as CGP when he completed school. 3.8 medical laboratory science. People who had 2.3 were getting scholarships traveling to the U.S. to further the education. He tried for over six years. Six years. Sometimes they will call him for interview. The kind of answers he will give all the panels will just clap for the guy. And they say, you will hear from us. You will never hear from them. Over 20 schools, he qualified. Still, none of them called him. Such a brilliant guy. I was there one time in prayer when God told me that you need to pray for him. So I got up and I started praying. I prayed for him and the Lord showed me something about him. I called him when the morning came and I said, that is what the Lord said. He said, ah, man of God, I even had a dream about you. Last night you were giving something to like a brown envelope. And I said, the Lord has done it. I left in the hostel and I was going to buy something in town. I met him. That very morning I called him. I met him one-on-one. -on -one. He said, hey, it is good that I've met you. The school just called me that they have scheduled a certain interview with me for the next, within the next three hours. And I said, go. The Lord has given you that school in South Korea. He did the interview. Four days later, they called him. They gave everything to him. Now he's in South Korea now. He's in South Korea. Such a brilliant guy. If you think brilliance is all you need to succeed, there are people who have high IQs than us. But it looks like they are not going anywhere. Are you listening to me? May God grant us the light of his understanding in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. When somebody is celebrating the glorious marriage God has given to him or her, if you won't join the person to give glory to God, keep your mouth shut and go! Don't go and say, right now their marriage has become a testimony. Hey, right now they... You have to be very careful what you see about people's testimonies, oh. 
because if in my family nobody marries and by God's grace I have married, you think I will keep my mouth shut? I will tell the whole world, hey, nobody was married in my family, but by God's grace I am married. Now, this statement alone will put, you see, you might not know that the person you are even talking to is having a similar issue. That, that statement alone can hit the person's heart. You say, ah, if God has done it for my sister, I know that I will also experience the same. It is why we testify. Are you listening to me? If you think the only thing the devil is trying to do is that he's, he's preventing people from getting saved. Why is it that when we get saved, he doesn't leave you alone? Because the only thing we need to do is evangelism. Go and evangelize to people so that they will be saved. But if we tell you the Christians who are suffering, eh, you will be shocked. Any of you, any please? Good. So we should understand these things, people of God. What the devil is doing is not only to prevent people from getting saved. That is his first mission. But even when people get saved, he will still follow them and try to disturb their lives. So if God has chosen you, to declare his message so that those that were blinded by the God of this world, that they might not see the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. When you preach and the light of the gospel shines on them and they believe in Jesus, now they will be brought into the church so that the other teachers, the pastors, the prophets will also take over and train them in the way of the Lord. There is why many people have issues, even in the body of Christ, in church. Some people want us to always preach repentance in church. Repent, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent. For... They always want us to preach that particular message every day. They say, you are not preaching salvation. But do you even understand God's kingdom agenda at all? It's very serious. You are not preaching salvation. 
Somebody you are laughing. It's a serious matter. What is salvation? That to them, salvation is escaping hell and going to heaven. That means that if you have not gone to heaven, you are not saved. I wish I can say something here. Can I say this? There is a clear difference between soul winning and being saved. They are not the same. This is where some of the evangelists put them together. Do you know that if somebody believes in the Lord Jesus and confesses his lordship over his life, and the person dies right now, the person is saved. I hope you know. The Bible says, With the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So once you believe in your heart that you are a sinner, Jesus came to die for your sins and he resurrected for your justification and that day you confess his lordship over your life, you have been saved. At a certain level, we will say your soul has been won to the Lord, but it is just a level. Because when we speak of the soul of man, it is in compartment. The main reason why not everybody who dies as a believer and goes to heaven will be at the same place where Paul the Apostle is. Hope you know what I'm talking about. Hope you understand that. That the guy who died on the cross by Jesus just entered into paradise. And you just go and sit at where Paul the Apostle is. It's, it's not possible. Are you getting it? Because even though he has been saved, there are dimensions of his soul that were not trained to be worn in a higher level for Christ. Are you getting it? Do you know it is, it is, you can believe in Jesus Christ and be saved and still be bitter towards your brother. I hope you know. I hope you know that one. You can believe in Jesus and be saved though, and still be stealing some people's money small, small. You have been saved. But there's an issue going on in your soul that you need the Holy Ghost to work on you. Now, if all these parts have not been perfected, with certain parts of your soul have not been well. And these are some of the areas when we die and we appear in heaven, we fall short. Are you getting it? Do you know that all that we are doing right now, let me say, all of you here, you are believers. You are all saved. You are all saved. You are all saved. But then, what we are doing here, we are actually winning your soul. Hope you know that. 
let me explain a little bit further. When you say to win a soul, it makes it look like the soul is a trophy. And there is a game that is being played. And the one that wins that game lifts your soul into his custody that this is what I have won. Are you listening to me? Now some of you listening to me, when it comes to the area of your mind, in your mental faculties, certain things are taking rulership, even though you are a believer in Christ. But in your mind, you only imagine negative for people. But in certain, in your mental faculties, some of you, it is fear that has taken charge. So whenever you are doing something, you are afraid. It means your mental faculty is being controlled by something that is not of the way Christ prepared it to be. So if I teach you by God's grace, and now fear has no grip over your mind again, I have won your mind for the Lord. That one too is part of soul winning. Are you getting my point? So you can be saved and still be in the journey of soul winning. That is why it is not only an evangelist that wins soul. We prophets, the teachers, we are also doing our work on the souls of men. And what we are doing is also an assignment to win their souls. Are you getting it? Do you know the number of marital issues that pastors have solved? Marital issues that people nearly killed their spouses. Pastors have to sit down with these people for days. Handling matters. And at the end of everything, the people said, okay, we have left everything. We are okay, fine. We have forgiven ourselves and we will move forward. And you don't call this one too part of soul winning. I'm talking plenty because I want to bring understanding to all of us. Because there are many of us here, we came from some evangelistical, or let me say evangelical backgrounds. My church, for instance. I came from an evangelical background such that every message that is preached on the pulpit to the, to the members of the church repent so that when Jesus comes you can go to heaven. If you are sinning, stop. If you are doing this, stop. If you are this, stop. If you are this, stop. Repent, 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 repent so you can go to heaven. If Jesus comes right now, what if I hear, what will you do? What are you thinking right now? Say Every Sunday, it is the message. Abba. No, do you understand what we call spiritual growth? If you are preaching this to church members, what are you going to say to sinners outside? Yes, we know some of the believers in church. 
are still struggling with certain, you know, addictions and other things. But then there is always a way to go about these things. But that shouldn't be your message. Most of, most of the men of God have lost the message God gave to them. They have lost those messages. One, one guy said that many people in the um, ghetto, pastors are not going where to preach to them. And they are building big, big churches. And I was like, ah, what is wrong with some of these people? Who even trained these ones to become men of God? Who anointed them as servants in the vineyard of God? You think you can preach your, your, your ideas on the pulpit? What is wrong with you? And the funny part is when some of these Christians who do not know anything say, man of God, you are preaching the truth. That is true. Yes. No. Hey, do you understand the kingdom of God at all? So we all should leave our churches and go to the ghettos that we are going to preach to ghetto boys. Don't you know that it is a specific assignment given to certain people where God has graced them? Some men of God have the grace to do these things. Some of them too, they have the grace that when these ghetto boys come to church, they have that kind of heart of a mother to train them. Even if they go back to that, those acts, they have that heart to just bring them up gradually so that they will become people that have changed according to the will of God. Some of the men of God that will go and preach to the ghetto boys, in the ghetto, they do not even have that capacity of heart to train them gradually. Some of them will just come and preach, you believe. But then God must take you to another man who has the heart to build you up. And when things are not going well, when there are hidden things, the prophet will come in, he will show you that this is the reason why these things are not working. And the Lord said, do this. You will do it, there will be a change. We are all playing different roles in the assignment that God has given to us. What is wrong with us? Huh? May the Lord have mercy. May the Lord have mercy. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm talking plenty because I want us to just have understanding in And the Lord will help all of us. God bless you, Sammy. God bless you. It's, it's, it's serious. It is getting out of hand. It is getting out of hand. And we need to settle things. We just need to settle some of these things. Just like some people just got up. They told them, ah, you have the call of God on your life. That was all. They got up, they took the Bible, they were just walking, 
in the marketplaces preaching. And when we listen to some of the messages that some so-called evangelists are preaching, as if they don't even sit down to study the scriptures at all. When God started teaching me certain things by His Spirit in the Scriptures, I said, "Ah, when you know my Bible, they be for the past fifteen years. Then the church, the crowd, sorry, them. All these things. Just say, God has even calculated things. I'm going to say, say me, we ain't never going Even still, still. You see, what I'm saying is, many, many Christians have been locked up. I'm telling you, if you enter into some churches, you will know very well that they are not saving Jesus. When you enter into some churches, Jesus is and they are worshipping Papa. They are worshipping Papa, Papa. honor a man. But then, we need to be very careful so we don't cross the boundary of honor and turn it to human worship. Because there are some people, when you are coming before them, it is by force. You have to lie flat. Down flat in front of the man of God before you can talk to him. If you are doing this out of honor on your own, that is fine. It's your own way of honoring the man. Fine. But if it is an obligatory thing that hey, who do have the form, the form, we need to be very careful. The thing is turning to be something else. Are you following? kingdom agenda and we are doing our own thing, calling it church. What is wrong with us? Hey, Yesu ba, Yesu ba. Because it is a where were you when God was anointing me? <laughs> Right now, people want to when people are able to prophesy one two, hey, you leave them. Hey, 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 
Somebody said, at my former church, our pastor used to tell us that we should tell people what he can do for them and not what God can do for them when we invite them to church because people are tired of hearing God's name. They am crashing. have to pray for these people that the Lord will help them See, the Bible said the spirit speaketh expressly and in the last days many shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and the doctrines of devils May the Lord help us and grant us grace. In Jesus' name, amen. I want us to pray just one prayer. This is the beginning of our three days prayers and fasting experience. And the theme is special miracles. Special miracles. People of God, there are miracles. And there are special miracles. Are you following? There are miracles. And there are special miracles. Now I wish I could teach about these, these um, you know, mystical secrets. But then time will not permit me. I want us to pray. So maybe God willing, tomorrow I will just explain some few things. And I will go really deep and talk about the angels that are behind miracles. How miracles actually come about. And what are some of these beings who are behind miracles? Are you getting it? And the, the various words that the Bible used for the word miracle. We need to understand these things. Now Jesus made a certain statement. He said, even if you do not believe in the words that I say, believe in the works that I do. If you will not believe in the words that I say, believe in the works that I do. Now that should tell you that there are two main ways through which men can be brought to God. Two ways that men can be brought close to God. The first one is by the word of God. When we preach God's word to people, they hear the word which is already anointed and it begins to build faith in their heart. So the Bible said, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. 
What God needs from a man is the faith of that man in him. Because when man has no faith in God, there is nothing God can do for the man. That is what the Bible said. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. No matter what God does, if it does not spark faith in the heart of men, it is nothing. Are you listening to me? That is why in the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, the Bible said, For we are saved by grace through faith. I, I wish I could get the three version. Ephesians 2 8. For we are saved by grace through faith, not of our works. Now, how did the grace come? The Bible said, The law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus. Good. The truth says, Na Adam na wadi nam didiyesu. Listen to that. Adam na wadi nam didiyesu adjimunkwa. So God brought the grace through faith. So the faith is like the pathway. That means only the grace of God does not fulfill this assignment of salvation. Are you getting my point? Because you see, the Bible said in the book of Titus that the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. The grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. But do you know that not all men are saved? I hope you know that. chapter 2 verse 11. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. I want the key. It has appeared to grace in it dear. Abam me riasimu ni penina. Nansu. Ine ni penina ene enya ukwadiye. Why? Because Adam no enem jidiye so. Enti di oni jidiye no. Adam no to me nyeju mama no. Me nyankupo Adam no. Are you getting my point? So you see, no matter what God does, if you don't have faith in God, you can never experience God in any way. People of God. So Jesus said, if you will not believe in what I say, believe in the works that I do. That means that there are two main ways where the faith of men can be released towards God. 
The first one is by the word of God. And the second one it is by the miraculous workings of Jesus Christ. There are many people who lifted their hands and believed in Jesus because they were saved. Recently, my father prophesied to one Muslim, one big Muslim man, big man, you know there are so many kinds of Muslims. We have the Muslim and we have the Muslims. <laughs> are you getting it? This man is a big man with plenty money. And plenty money they got their sorry wedding. Because me some Allah Menyeska. But the man said he was on his way passing in front of SRM, a crowd branch, when his eyes focused on my father's picture and said he began to see stars and light around. So he opened his eyes. Why you be in the middle of the Why a Christian need that 20 years? What button so Why who a super who be that? What the whole light? What is it? Some of you are talking about Monka. What button so That when he got back home, he said it was just the when that same vision came back, and he said, "No, I need to go and see this man." So he moved all the way to the church, and by by the word of prophecy, my father in the Lord picked him. He said, "Ah, you saw something." This day. my father mentioned his name, mentioned something. He said, "Ah, how did you know my name?" After everything, my father in the Lord said. Your business things are not going well, but I want to sponsor with my own pocket money. Then the man said, From today, myself and my entire family we will serve Jesus Christ. You see, this one, it is not a long crusade. By prophecy, by prophecy, the man said, Myself and my because on the say, You are my wife, you are my children. You cannot say anything. That is why the husband is the head of the family. There be a trainer bachelor on a body mini na echo. Now the man and his family became Christians because of prophecy. So you see, let's say there, there are no giftings, like the way Church of Christ people will fight the prophet. Make me jump. So there's, there are no prophets in our time. Anybody that is saying a prophet is a soothsayer, no prophet. Hey! By prophecy, somebody has believed. Then they led him to Christ and his people in a proper way. Now they are serving the Lord Jesus. Some of the Muslims called and said, we will kill you. <laughs> I will kill you. Wherever you are, I will kill you. My father said, oh, fear not. They will kill themselves and you will still be alive. People of God. 
So there are two main ways to generate faith in your heart. First is by the word of God. Second is by the workings of God, the doings, the miracles of God. That is the main reason why when it even comes to miracles and healing, God is not all that specific. Are you getting it? The person was not even a Christian, but there was a prophecy for him. It is a dimension of the power of God. God can even heal Muslims who were there at program. Night of bliss. In the year 2016 or so, Independence Square, Pastor Chris. In fact, when we got to Independence Square, we got there around 10 a.m. And the program was supposed to start around 5 p.m. The number of people that were there, and we'll be there, and we'll hear, yeah! We'll go and check somebody who was blind. is now seeing. About five hours to the, the program, they were still now arranging chairs. People were getting healed. And most of the people that were getting healed were Buddhist Muslims. People who are unbelievers. Now, if God does this for if you don't believe in Jesus, why are you coming? They have heard that the Jesus of the Christian. He's working strange things. Let us go. Maybe in Allah, Allah, because one you know me and me feel that. That Jesus did these things for the people and because of the works, they believed. Are you getting it? So what, one of the main reasons for which God works miracles is to lift and build the faith of his people. So the book of Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 19 verse 11 downwards. The Bible said, God continued to do extraordinary miracles through Paul. Now you see there are ordinary miracles. There are normal miracles that do happen. But some of them are special. The King James said, and God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. Special. He said, when handkerchiefs and aprons that have touched his skin were taken to the sick, their diseases left them and evil spirits went out of them. My God. Said then some Jews who went around trying to drive out demons attempted to use the name of the Lord Jesus on those who had evil spirits, saying, I command you by that Jesus whom Paul preaches. <laughs> Handkerchiefs and apples were taken from the body of Paul, and they ministered it on the bodies of people that were sick. And the Bible said their diseases left them. Even evil spirits left their bodies. Handkerchief. Why? Because they touched the skin of Paul with those handkerchiefs and aprons. And these are what God calls special miracles. 
said, and God did unusual and extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul, so that the handkerchiefs or towels or aprons which had touched his skin were carried away and put upon the sick, and their diseases left them, and the evil spirits came out of them. My goodness. There is something that God is about to do in your life. There is a special miracle that God is about to do in your life. The beautiful thing is that He's not just going to do it for you, but He will also do it through you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Paul himself was not around, but his handkerchiefs and aprons were manifesting glorious miracles that the Bible calls special miracles are prophesied in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the hand of God work a special miracle for your destiny in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Now listen to me. There is something we are going to do. The Lord instructed me to do this. God willing tomorrow. God willing tomorrow. Everybody is getting one pure white handkerchief. Go and buy a new one. Don't say, man of God, I have one. Um, go and buy a new one. Handkerchief for you are broken. How to the paper when new are moving to you? They put it between now for special miracles. Go and buy a new one. Are you following? And on Friday, God willing, everybody is supposed to get one apple. Just one, one apple. We're about to do something seriously prophetic. And I'm telling you, the testimonies that will come here, you will know that God is at work. Are you listening to me? There are many people who came here, they were just passing through. But when they heard some people's testimony, they said, oh, I will stay here. Some people were just passing through. When they joined and they had testimonies, they said, oh, I think this is a good place. Let me stay. And after they stayed for a while, they also received an amazing testimony. Now some of you, even what God has used some of you to do for others, it's a mind-blowing thing. Just look at the balm of Gilead. What God has used the balm of Gilead to do in the lives of many people. Amazing. Please, everybody is supposed to get one pure white handkerchief. I said white, pure white. Pure white. And Kaseman of God, blue is my favorite color. I remember blue, a crown, and one. We said pure white. And God willing on Friday, we are also getting one apple. I said one. No one says my favorite fruit. So man of God, listen to him. I said one. 
This is what the instruction came. See, I'm saying this because there are some people like that. No matter what you see, what are called apples can turn up. I know what I'm talking about. I know, pa. Good. All right. Now, we're going to lift this prayer. This is just the only prayer we are lifting this afternoon. And we'll meet again in the evening, 7 p.m. for prophetic training. So please, make sure you get ready. This is the prayer. Oh God, work a special miracle in my life. In Jesus' mighty name. And please, I want you to pray this prayer from the very depth of your heart. Are you following from the very depth of your heart? Are you listening to me? Put everything aside and fire prayer. There is a particular area in your life you need a miracle. The Bible said, the first miracle that Jesus worked in the book of John chapter 2 was when he turned the chemistry of H2O. <laughs> that it became wine. And the Bible said, and he manifested forth the glory of God. That should let you know, whenever a miracle happens, God's glory is, is made manifest. So if God wants his glory to be made manifest, he can work a miracle. And that is what God wants to do in our lives today. And even to Friday. Are you following? God will show forth his glory. He wants to make it manifest in your life. And he's doing that through a miracle. And listen, that some of you listening to me, something that will blow your mind will happen to you. You will think about it for the rest of the year. You will never understand. And that will let you know that the mighty hand of God is at work, working special miracles in your destiny. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Eh, that good man you want to marry that your father says he will never allow that. Something strange is about to happen. God is about to send an angel to your father's dream. And that dream will change your father's mind about that guy. And your marriage will be released. I don't know that person that is supposed to sign a certain paper for you to get an amount of money that has failed to sign. By prayer as we pray, God will send for these angels and they will touch these men wherever they are. They will sign these documents and whatever you need to receive for the glory of God to be made manifest will be released. In 
the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. That some of you listening to me, it is only just one phone call that can change your entire life. But the enemy has not this to a point where you are not hearing from that person that is supposed to call you. But by the power of the Holy Ghost, this afternoon as we fire prayer, may the angels of God that work get miracles. May the angels of God that work miracles be sent to this man wherever your helper is. May the angels of miracles be released in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You are telling God, my Lord and my God, as I lift up my voice and clap my hands in prayer, mighty God, work a special miracle in my life right now. Let the angels that work special miracles be released into my life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Oh God, work a special miracle in my life right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice and fire prayer if there is no noise at your background, you can call him and join us in prayer right now. Shemi Lati, Ipalakata, Iadadadadabashaya, Iadanteliyapal, Ipeleyatado, Iadadadadabashaya, Iapalakata, Iapalado, Iadadadadabashaya, Ipanteliyapal, Ayo, 
21st of December. I don't know why the Lord began to show me 21 and he showed me 12 also. Anybody here born on the 21st? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Somebody said, my son. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I release the covering of the Lord over your son. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Any arrow that the enemy is trying to shoot into his eyes, I command that arrow to backfire. I don't know why the Lord showed me. I saw him trying to... I don't know, he was using his hand to scratch his eye, something like that. And I saw that his eyes became red. And I asked the angel of the Lord. And the angel said, there is a certain attack they are trying to release against his eyes. But by the power of the Holy Ghost, that evil agenda will not stand. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I release the healing power of God even over his life now. How old is your son? Calf one. How old is your son? Thank you, Holy Ghost. How old is your son? Is she here? I think she's left. Okay. Oh, her network is stepping here. How old is your son? He's eight years. That boy is a great person. I see a strong anointing on his life. 
and I see God raising him to become something like an engineer. I don't know why the Lord has taken me into his future. Where I am looking at him at the age of 38, and I'm seeing him standing under a very tall building, and I see him to be the engineer that is behind everything. The Lord said we should pray for him. Any eye problem that the enemy want to give to that your son, let that evil agenda go back to the sender. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the preservation of the Lord be upon your son's life. I see he's going to be a very brilliant guy. Serious. Serious. Because I've entered into a certain class. And it's like class 3 that I've entered into. When I entered into class 3, I saw that there was something like a list. I don't know, it's like the names of the students in that class. He's in class 3. I don't know why I saw something like Dazi. I saw something like Dazi written. And the Lord is showing me, I'm seeing, a, that's his surname. Your son is a great, a great, um, he's very sharp. Because the list I'm seeing, he's the one on top. The spirit of the Lord is ministering to me. That any agenda of the enemy, that it is because of this they want to attack his health. He's a brilliant guy. Very brilliant. And the spirit of the Lord is ministering to me. Your son is going to be one of the youngest engineers that the world will produce. I'm telling you. Very great. And the Lord said, this is the reason why they have launched attacks from his father's hometown. If you have asked your husband, he will, he will tell you that when he was young, he had a certain issue with his eyes. Your husband, your husband. He had some issues with his eyes. And that is why they want to, they want to release that similar issue against your son. But the Lord said it will not stand in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The preservation of the Lord is coming upon your son. And the Lord will raise him as that great person. And whatever he got has purpose for him will surely be made manifest in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I call it down. Call it down. Any other person here born on the 21st of December, let me pray for you. 21st of December. The angel told me there is another person here also born on the 21st of December. I want to pray for you. Somebody said, Papa, me, Grace Henry. Grace Henry, I want to pray for you. I don't know why in the realm of the spirit, the angel of the Lord has lifted me. I saw that we have appeared all of a sudden at a place. And where we are standing, the angel said, thank you, Holy Ghost. I don't know why, as I, as I called them, they have written something like Manguasi or something at the junction where we are standing now. And as I saw that thing written, the angel of the Lord led me straight to a place. And where I am standing is like a church. I saw that they have written something on top of that church. Holy Ghost help. I'm seeing something like mercy gate.
I'm seeing something like Mercy Gate family something. And when the Lord took me to the place, I entered into the place, a church. When I entered into the church, I saw you holding a microphone and you were ministering in the church. In fact, when you finish ministering, that's your father in the lost church. When you finish ministering, a man called you and laid hands on you and prayed for you. Once he laid hands on you, I saw a name written on the man's hand like Bentil. Bentil, written on the man's hand. Apostle Bentil. And the spirit of the Lord is ministering to me. That there is an apostolic mantle that is upon the life of a man they call Bentil that is coming upon you. And that's your father's name. The Lord is ministering to me to tell you to get ready. Because I see in the spirit realm, you have gotten to a certain crossroad in life. And you don't know the step to take. Because I see you sitting on a certain table and you are thinking whether to travel or to stay and do the work of God. The spirit of the Lord is ministering to me to tell you. The traveling door will open. But you need to build yourself up in a certain assignment that God is, is very true in. The Lord is ministering to me. The traveling door will open unto you. But I see this door opening next year. The Spirit of the Lord said, you should prepare yourself this year. Because of the assignment he's about to give to you when you travel. Because you are not traveling just for your sake. You are traveling for God's purpose. And the Lord said, to me to tell you that he's building you and there are many things you need to learn and need to know before that traveling door opens for you. He's about to open the door for you but then the Lord said there is something he has given to your father that must be given to you. And the spirit of the Lord ministered to me and uh -huh. I have entered a place right now. Where I am standing looks to me in my vision like the UK embassy. When I got to the UK embassy, the spirit of the Lord told me that it is not only UK embassy where this foul is. There is another foul that belongs to you that is also at the Canadian embassy. And I need to also visit that place. Because I saw that at the UK embassy, the response that they gave to you was not positive. But the Lord led me into the Canadian embassy. And when I got there, I am standing in front of a certain big computer. And I'm seeing a certain woman that is sitting behind the computer. And they call this woman Fletcher. And as I am looking at the woman, I saw that she's just opening certain applications. And I saw that the, the, she made a click and a certain application came. And when the application came, the name I saw there was like Henry Ampedu. And when I saw the name Henry Ampedu, I saw that the, the place where they have written the telephone number, I don't know, but I'm looking at a number that ends with 2111. 2111. As I'm looking at it, the angel of the Lord is ministering to me that I should pray for you because I don't know why you are wearing white, white standing at a certain hospital and I don't know why it looks like you want to go to UK or Canada. But the spirit of the Lord is ministering to me to tell you to get ready. For the will of God for you is that you will travel and go and do that work over the but also to do the work of God. God 
God is building you up in this season and whatever he has prepared and planned for your destiny, say the spirit of the Lord, he's granting you grace to go and fulfill that in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Now the Lord said any assignment of the enemy that will come against your destiny in the area of the calling that the Lord has called you with, as you stand by his grace and by his anointing and destroy that evil plot of the enemy in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Whatever the Lord has purpose for you, let it be made manifest in Jesus' precious mighty name. Henry, it is done. When do you want to marry? When do you want to marry? I'm always excited when I hear men say they want to marry. In the next two years, don't be afraid. Fear not. Okay? Fear not. I'm going to pray for you and help you with whatever you need to know that will lead you to the right place. So don't be afraid at all. Okay? It is done. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Eric, blessing, my son, today is your birthday. I pray for you that the heavenly Father will open the heavens above you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, whatever blessing that you need for the next level of your destiny, by the power of the Holy Ghost, I release that blessing unto you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, financial blessings, promotions, in Jesus' mighty name, may the Lord anoint your head with fresh oil. Let that prophetic seed in you receive divine speed to grow. In the mighty name of the Lord. Hey. If you are called into the prophetic ministry, put your right hand on your head right now. His face changed into an eagle. And the Holy Ghost told me, this is an angel for the prophetic. If you are called into the prophet, put your right hand on your head. Let me pray this prayer for you. It will be a simple prayer, but the impact will be strong. Because I'm not the one doing it. God has sent his angel. Mighty God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, as you have sent your angel here to perform even your assignment, I pray for anybody on this platform right now that has the calling of God on his or her life into the prophetic ministry. And even those that are desiring for the prophetic, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus, this hand that is on their heads cease to be their hands. In the name of the Lord Jesus, let there be an opening of the realms of the prophetic unto them. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, let their eyes be opened. Let their ears be opened. In the name of Jesus, I unlock their prophetic giftings and abilities right now in Jesus' precious mighty name. Let it happen according to your works in Jesus' precious mighty name. I call it that. I call it that. I call it that. It is the birthday of my daughter, Veru. Veru, may the blessings of the Lord come upon you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may the Lord honor you and favor you. In Jesus' name, 
I pray that the anointing that you need to accomplish your destiny will be released on you. On this special day of your life, may the Lord reveal himself to you and show you the path even to destiny fulfillment. You will not give up on the way. You will fulfill destiny in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. There's someone here, Grace. Grace. Grace, Daku said, please, today is also my birthday. Grace, I pray for you. May the Heavenly Father show you great mercy. I saw a passport right now. I just saw a passport right now. The Lord said, get ready. There's something you are trying to work on. It's like a traveling thing. The Lord is opening that door for you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In this new age that the Lord has brought you into, you will see the goodness of the Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Whatever God has to work out concerning your marriage by the power of the Holy Ghost, you will see the goodness of the Lord in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Is there anybody here that in the house they call you a charm? I want to pray for you. In the house they call you a charm. I want to pray for you. They call you a charm in the house. Let me pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There is a lady the Lord showed me right now. They called the person a child. And the person was born on a Monday. I pray that the covering of the Lord will be upon this person. We cancel any plot of death in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the hand of God come upon you. Now, any good thing that God spoke about that has delayed in your life, I want to release this fire prayer over it right now. Anything that God has spoken about that has delayed, God spoke about your marriage. He spoke about your scholarship. He spoke about your traveling. He spoke about your childbirth. He spoke about your healing. But it looks like it has delayed. I want to pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Anything that is according to the will of God to be made manifest now that are still delayed by the power of the Holy Ghost. I release divine speed over it now. Let the angels of speed bring it to manifestation in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, you are next to testify. You are next to testify in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I call it down. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. And keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Please, God willing, this evening, we are all going to meet at exactly 
7 p.m. Holy Ghost time, make sure you join us. We are going to enter into a moment of prayer and also a moment of the Word of God. So make sure you join us at exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you all and favor you all in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. You are divinely favored in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Juliana, I pray for you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. When the time is due, God will bring forth that gift to us in peace. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I call it that. I call it that. Please, I'm trying to fix a day getting to the end of this month to pray with those who are believing God for the fruit of the womb. So, in the course of the week, I will fix that day and let you all know. You can invite all your friends who are believing God for the fruit of the womb. Are you listening to me? So that they join. Even if the husbands can join, no problem. They can also join. And I need to be very careful on that side too because last time somebody was troubling, man of God, pray for me, pray for me, man of God, pray for me. I'm believing God for the fruit of the womb, man of God, pray for me. So I don't know what just prompted me. I asked the person, where's your husband? The person said, I'm not married. And I said, huh? You are not married and you are believing God. For the fruit of the womb. Let us say, why are you man? Let us say, I want him. What is wrong with you? Let us say, let us say, why are you man? Let us say, bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus precious mighty name. Amen. Please, I'll, I'll fix the date and um, by this evening I'll let you know okay, so that you can invite all your friends. Um, now, whatever the Lord help us with. And God willing, tomorrow I'm going to meet all the family life people. Family life way. Yeah. Uh, so God willing, um, tomorrow, 
going to meet family life. Uh-huh. And um, I think I have another platform that those who are preparing to marry have um, those people in that platform. They are going to also face me. Please, if you are that get ready, react that when we face you know when God bless you and favor you all. And if you are single too, for uh, some more time. Right now, as long as the head prince is still there, the singles president, the Lord will help us. Grant us divine peace. Jesus mighty name. Oh, there's a testimony here. Oh, today we didn't we didn't take testimonies. Wow. Expo, that's what I was talking about. I'm hurried. During the crossover service, um, by word of prophecy. Of what the Lord is going to do for her at the American Embassy, and it actually happened for that day at the Lord's And she got a visa approved to the glory of God. God willing, this evening we are going to take testimony. So please, if God has worked miracles, I want to fight. Lord bless you. If you feel led by the Spirit of God to release ABC, the number is 0240 Lord bless you. And if you want to be a covenant partner, kindly send me a message on that same number. I'm going to add you to the covenant partners platform. And the Lord bless you. And keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I know one thing for sure that you are next in line for a special miracle. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Please, anytime you are joining the platform, invite your friends to love and let them prosper. God bless you and keep all of you strong. We shall do shalom. Please, right after the meeting, you can go and break your fast. All right, you can go and break your fast. God bless you. Please, look at the time, hmm, at the place that you find yourself. If you are in the U.S., you can go and break your fast now. So just 
Austin Nadia um, that kept race Miss B you can't go and break your fast now take caution